This is the Self Development Podcast, episode 33. Hi, and welcome to the weekly podcast all about personal growth, pursuing goals, and becoming a better version of yourself. I'm your host, Leon Oscar Kidando, and the title of this episode is Boosting Productivity with an Activity Planner. All right, some quick announcements. Number one, so work on the platform steadily continues. Looks like I'm on track to welcome the new year with the new section of the site. That's it. (laughs) Nothing more to add to that. Number two. For an upcoming podcast episode, not necessarily the next one, I will be doing part two of my listener questions session. This is when I ask questions from listeners about various topics under the self-development umbrella. This time I will stick to a theme. The theme is the challenges you face pursuing goals. Again, that is the challenges you face pursuing goals. I want to know some of the roadblocks you hit when working on your goals or projects. See if I can give you my two cents on how you could overcome some of the issues, but mostly just allowing you to start the conversation. You know, you're not alone in your struggles. Here over at the SDP, you are with people who get it. I face challenges as well. We are all here to help each other, you know, through some of these challenging uh, situations. I think it will be a productive and useful session, quite frankly. I thought it would make a lot of sense considering that the new year is upon us to tackle this, uh, uh, this, you know, this topic of pursuing new goals and new year's resolutions. So if you'd like to participate and have a question that you need answered, simply leave a comment for me in the comment section for the post of this podcast episode over at kidando.net. Just leave your question there. A link will be in the description or send me an email to selfdev at kidando.net. That's selfdev, S-E-L-F-D-E-V at kidando.net, K-I-D-A-N-D-O dot net. Or send me an inbox on Instagram. My Instagram handle is kidando, that's K-I-D-A-N-D-O. In fact, if you could simply leave me a voice note on Instagram, that would be swell. If it's clear enough, and if you want me to feature it in the podcast episode itself, I will do just that. Just be sure to include your name and your website so that I promote you. That's whether you send me an email, leave a comment, or send a voice note. If you don't have a website, I could mention your social media profile. If you want to be anonymous, you can as well. I will only take the question and leave your name out of it. I'll put some respect on your name. All right, um, the details to all of this will be in the description. I will open up questions for about a week because sometimes people get to discover that I'm running this kind of thing later on in the week. Plus, I need time to process the questions and I will be reposting this episode on social media a few times over the week. You can help too. Maybe you know some folks that may have questions about the challenges they're facing pursuing goals. Maybe they would like to participate. When you're done with this podcast episode, share it with them. I'd really appreciate that. Lastly, uh, check out the previous Listener Questions episode. I think it was really productive. I think you'll enjoy it. It was episode 11. All right, that's it. 
All right, if you're planning to make tweaks to the way you work on your goals this coming year as a strategy to boost productivity, I have something you might want to consider, an activity planner. It's also known as a daily planner. Whether you're new to planners or not, in this episode, I'll be going over the benefits of using them and how to create your own. All right, let's get started. So an activity planner, as the name suggests, is just a tool to help you manage your activities. I will leave a link in the description to a sample planner in case you quickly need a template to get started with. To create one, simply open a spreadsheet program like Excel or Google Sheets. This planner will have columns. The first column has the heading time or time block. And the other seven columns are the days of the week, Monday to Sunday. So your top row will have time, then Monday through to Sunday. The first row has the block of time that starts with when you typically start work. For me, that's 7 a.m. So the time block will be 7 to 8 a.m., one hour. And what you would fill on the Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and so on is what you do during that block of time. And so the following rows, you would do the same thing. 8 to 9, 9 to 10, 10 to 11, and then all the way back to 6 to 7. The main way to populate your planner is to fill the slots of the days of the week, not with what you would like to do, but with currently ongoing projects or work. This is not a to-do list. Let me use my process as an example. When I get to the office first thing in the morning, I use the first two hours on platform development, which is platformkidando.net. That's what I will have in the time blocks for 7 to 8 a.m. and 8 to 9 a.m. from Monday to Saturday. The whole of Sunday I tend to leave blank and usually anything goes on Sundays. But this block of time that I have marked as being part of platform development is what I'm telling myself that this is all that I'm going to do and I will do nothing else. I will not think of anything else. 100% focus on just platform development. Unless I have an emergency, like a live client system has gone down, I will not give up those initial hours for anything else. Secondly, platform development is an ongoing project. I already created the goal to have my platform fully functional. I then have a Kanban board, which I use to manage and track tasks I'm supposed to perform. If you don't know what a Kanban board is, it's basically what Trello the app is, a different way of managing tasks and projects, which I personally believe is a lot better than just having your standard to-do lists. I'll make an episode on how you can take advantage of Kanban boards. <laughs> That's a really hard name to say. Kanban boards like Trello to manage your projects. And quite frankly, they can be used to manage a lot more in your life, not just projects. So this Kanban board that I have is pretty much where all the tasks I need to work on exist. It manages milestones as well. And we know that completed milestones equals completed goal. I use it for notes and ideas as well, related to the project. But the activity planner tells me how long I can work on this project per day. I may or may not finish some tasks that are on my project board, but I religiously follow the activity planner. When my time is up for working on platform development, I simply move on to the next time block activity. Now, 
maybe you're not a software developer like myself, or maybe you don't prioritize coding in the morning. If you run a business, for example, you could probably assign those time blocks to something, you know, like preparing marketing material that you will publish on social media later that day. The point is to lock that time up and not allow yourself to do anything else. Give your 100% attention and focus on just creating that marketing material. Marketing is an essential component of helping a business grow. Doing it on a regular, consistent basis is very, very important. Or use that time to learn a new skill. Maybe you want to learn how to do video editing. There is no way you could learn that skill in just two hours, but dedicating two hours every day to just learning it bit by bit will definitely benefit you in the long run. After that two hours is up, turn off the tutorials, don't overextend and exhaust yourself. Whether that makes you happy or not, stick to the planner. And it doesn't need to be two hours, by the way. It can be just in the first block, like one hour. And since most of us are usually high energy at the start of the day, the learning may prove to be quite effective. After that first two hours of working on my platform, I then jump straight into my business for the next three hours. It's a routine I've become used to over the years, and it feels quite normal for me. Your routine may be slightly different. Anyway, when I'm working in the time block for my business, I'm working on ongoing projects. So I always pull out my Kanban for that current project and I close everything else. Now, when the clock strikes 12, which is three hours later, I take my one hour lunch break. Again, the way I've set up my time blocks and activities is not based on some hard-coded rule. That's just how I prefer to work. If, for example, you need less or more time for your lunch break, you can make adjustments accordingly. Or maybe your lunch break starts at 1. By the way, this is a great time to check up on social media as well. Now, I'm not perfect. I sometimes get tempted to check messages during the times I should be working, but the planner has helped me reduce those types of interruptions that I would give myself quite significantly. I always aim to get on social media during my breaks. So, right after that, I continue with two more hours of business work. After that, I know that I'm no longer operating on high gear. So after that, I put two hours into doing something creative and not heavy on the computing side. Maybe draw to get my eyes off the screen or do something in 3D. After that, I take a break. Uh, I go to social media, post some art that I've created, check what's going on with my favorite design and development channels on YouTube, play Dead by Daylight, Minecraft, Nuclear Throne get back to people who message me, that sort of thing, for about an hour. After that, it's what I call the free-for-all session. I choose to work on platform or business or more art, depending on how exhausted I may be, before closing the office for the day. Always the last to leave. <laughs> the following day, I repeat the same pattern, and I never start my day without looking at the planner. Now let's talk a bit about why I like activity planners and what benefits you gain. Number one, it reinforces discipline. Discipline is essential to forming long-lasting habits. When you make yourself do the same thing over and over again, especially at the same time and same place, you're more than likely going to build muscle memory for that habit. Eventually, it's going to be second nature to you. You'll be doing this automatically. The opposite of this is working on whatever you feel like working on whenever you feel like working on it. This is what makes undisciplined dreamers never get far. 
They can work today, but not tomorrow. Then today they're putting more hours into their job, but less into their personal goals. Today they have one goal they want to accomplish. One month later, they switched it to something completely different. Number two, it removes the emphasis of finishing the task and promotes the habit of making daily progress. Not all tasks are created equal. Some are large and some are small. The large ones can be very intimidating to approach. I mean, honestly, they can make you feel like not working on anything at all. But you never know. Maybe completing those very tasks will help you cover significant ground. This is why with the activity planner system of working, emphasis is removed from having the task be 100% complete to making sure that you make as much progress as possible on the task within the set time frame. This way, whether a task is large or small, the expected output is generally the same. There is a consistency there. Just make progress within the time limit. This can be liberating because rather than focus on this large intimidating goal or task, you just focus on making sure that within the hour or two or whichever time you've allocated to do the work, you make as much progress as possible before calling it a day. Number three, constraints can help you lead a much healthier lifestyle. An activity planner is important because it tells you when to start and when to stop. It gives you a sense of control and maintains your sanity. You don't need to tell yourself that you will work on your goals from 9 p.m. to 2 a.m. in the morning. That kind of routine is not sustainable for many, especially if the day job is demanding. Just fit in a time block at the start of your day where you spend one hour or one hour and a half working on your most important goals. Then after business hours, you can spend the same amount of time or more making sure that you clock in some progress before calling it a day. And you repeat this. You do this daily. That's it. Meaningful goals worth pursuing take time to accomplish. As long as you're persistent and consistent, you will eventually get to completion. You can also use your activity planner to plan your weekends as well, not just Monday to Friday. Number four, this is an effective way to master prioritization, especially if you're a business owner or pursuing personal goals. Whatever is not on your planner should not be tackled at all. If you don't plan for it, don't do it. If someone has a request which they need you to do something and it is outside the time block dedicated to that kind of thing, ask them to wait till you get back to that time block, even if it's the following day. Look, before you raise your eyebrow, I need you to understand that just how important it is you don't let anything rock your routine. Your time is best used on things that matter most to you. By taking ad hoc requests, that serve the needs of others and not yourself, your personal goals or whatever you're supposed to be working on during that time block will pay the price in delay. High performers do not allow themselves to be distracted by things that are not important just because they seem urgent. Don't teach people to treat your time like it's always readily available to them, that their needs are more important than your own. To conclude, I just want to say that using a planner can really turn things around if you haven't used something similar before. And it's really simple to use. Always keep in mind that it is to help you cultivate the discipline you will need to tackle most of the types of goals you're determined to accomplish. 
If you're familiar with the daily planners or similar, feel free to share your experience using them. Does it work for you? Have you tried something better? Just let me know. I'm a productivity tool and strategy junkie. I'm always looking for things to help improve how I work. I get asked every now and then, how do I make time to do all these things that I do? And folks often wonder if I run on diesel. I don't. Just the habit of working on what matters most to me on a daily basis. Two hours a day doing something that will change your life for the better is all you need. Don't worry how long it takes to master things or get things done. Just worry about whether or not you let the day fly by having done nothing to contribute to your goals. That's where I'll end today. I just started the conversation and I would definitely appreciate your feedback. If you'd like to leave a comment for this episode, head over to the show notes for this episode over at kidando.net. A link will be in the description for this podcast episode. You can also reach out to me on social media. I'm mostly active on Twitter and on Instagram. My handle is Kidando. That's at Kidando, K-I-D-A-N-D-O. No Oreos for that ego. I know it doesn't make sense to me as well. Be sure to also like, share, and subscribe to this podcast if you found it helpful. It only takes a minute, but it really helps out a lot. I have a coffee page, and if you'd like to buy me a cup of coffee, that would be really, really awesome. Naturally, it's what we would do anyways if we had this discussion over at a cafe, and it really helps the podcast. Link will be in the description. Thank you for spending this time with me. I truly appreciate it. Until next time, remember to always make progress and not excuses. Goodbye 2021.